Jesus certainly loved his mother, just as we all do, at the best of times. But does Christ's love for his mother tell us about her entry into heaven? Welcome to the Spiritual Father Podcast. I am Father Adam Carrico, and this homily was recorded on August 15th for the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary, 7 p.m. Mass at Ascension Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. As always, thank you for listening. Enjoy. Raised high on the cross, Jesus had uh, one concern, or uh, probably several concerns. One of his concerns was uh, to look around him and to see who he knew would be there. It's not a coincidence that uh, he found these two individuals before him uh, at his crucifixion, at his uh, time of greatest vulnerability, his time of greatest need. Uh, he looked uh, down on uh, the crowd that gathered and he saw his mother and the beloved disciple, John, the evangelist, uh, the one who wrote the gospel according to St. John. He said to John, Behold your mother. Mother, behold your son. And from that day forward, John took Mary into his home. This is an opportunity for us to imagine what it must have been like for John for those remaining days, weeks, months, years, however long it was that Mary remained with John as uh, her uh, family, as the reminder of Christ present uh, in her life, and, and he, uh, she did so for, for John as well. I mean, what that must have been like. Tradition holds that she didn't say much, that she spent most of her time in quiet prayer, uh, in a sense reliving the agony of the crucifixion, but also the realization of what that meant, that tension between life and death, pain and sorrow, goodness and uh, evil. And so John would have experienced this, Mary, the mother of God, having uh, come to the fullness of her days. And then when the time for her death came, Christ assumed her into heaven, desiring for the person who gave birth to him, whose yes allowed for his life, death, and resurrection to even take place, to take her up, body and soul, ahead of all of us. Christ's ascension does point the direction. Mary's assumption does assure us that we can follow. John, having experienced all of this, he writes the book of Revelation. That is the book we read from in our first reading. The book of Revelation is, well, a little confusing at times. But if we recall, if we sit in that reality that John would have cared for Mary for the rest of her life, tell me, tell me that John would not have written these words about a woman appearing in the sky with a crown of 12 stars, being chased after by an evil dragon, tell me that he would have written these words, have seen this vision, and not intended it to be Mary herself. There, reigning above all, there with God in heaven, in the heavens themselves. How could he have meant anyone else? How could he have meant anything else? having spent so many 
days and hours with that beloved mother of God. When he writes of the dragon, the red dragon, the one that swept a third of the stars from the sky, this is an allusion to the fall of the other angels, a third of the angels having followed Lucifer into uh, sin, into uh, the fall, that it's a scary scene. This dragon, this horned, multi-headed beast seeking the ruin of souls. It's a frightening reality. I told the children this morning, one of my favorite quotes from the, the theologian, writer, however you want to refer to him, G.K. Chesterton, is uh, that fairy tales don't teach children that dragons are real. Chesterton says, children already know dragons are real, that monsters are real. Fairy tales help to teach children that the dragon can be slain, can be defeated. Mary, in her way, fulfilling this role in the book of Revelation and in our lives, does much the same thing. Helps us to recognize that death, while impressive in its difficulty and its pain and its suffering, does not have the final say, does not have power over us. Death through the victory of Jesus on the cross has lost that power over us. And we celebrate that today, knowing that Christ has taken his mother into heaven, shown us the way, will help us to get there as well. We follow her, we follow him, we follow love itself. Let us ask for Mary's intercession as we struggle through this earthly existence, as we fight the good fight, as we face the enemies in our lives, knowing that those monsters, those dragons, can be slain. She is here to help us. She is the Queen of Heaven. Thanks be to God. you have enjoyed this homily and have gained something from it. For more from Spiritual Father, please visit spiritualfather.org where you will find other homilies, blog articles, social media posts, as well as links to various projects. Thank you for the support. May our Lord and Savior bless you this day and every day to come.